0: The Democrats push to impeach President Donald Trump. We unpack all the madness and we give our take on it. And then we're gonna discuss two red pill coaches going head to head. They're beefing with one another. Richard Cooper from Entrepreneurs in Cars and Coach Greg Adams from the YouTube channel, Coach Greg Adams. It's interesting. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an audio apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the audio apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it two guys from the south side of Chicago. There's explicit language at times, so be advised. To go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. Truly is the best. So, two different topics, two very different topics, very different. What do you want to cover first?
1: Shit, both they're, they're both deep. Want to go with the Ukraine? How you feeling about that? Uh, Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready.
0: <laughs> um, am I ready for impeachment? No, I don't think he'll get impeached. I think um, I think they're wasting their time. I think yeah. they have nothing. I think they desperately want something. I think this is another witch hunt. Just like the whole Mueller thing. Just like the whole Stormy Daniels thing. Just like everything they try to throw at dude. Because they have nothing.
1: Yeah. At face value. And this is why we really haven't covered it. Because at face value it just didn't have enough. For our liking as far as, like, controversial. Still really doesn't have enough, to be quite
0: honest with you. Yeah. And as we saw in pre-production, the right isn't even really talking about it. Like, the right-wing no. people, they're not even really taking this shit serious. They're, they're looking at it like, really? I mean, do you people not have anything better to think of and dedicate your time, effort, and resources to, a little bit over a year from the next election, I would imagine you'd be focusing on something much, much different. And it was funny because Ben Shapiro, on one of his more recent podcasts, he called it, he titled the episode Impeachment or Bust. And I gather why he titled the episode that because that's essentially what this is. You're essentially putting all your eggs in the impeachment basket because how long does this thing last does this last till the beginning of next year the beginning of 2020 february of 2020 march of 2020 like you push your investigation all the inquiry everything where are you at that point yeah where are you at that point whatever debates come after this on the democratic side is that, that's how they're going to talk about that's that's going to be their biggest talking and selling point is this, and again, more time away from policy, mm-hmm. more time away from anything important that people care about. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy
1: and a lot of hypocrisy. And um, we can rewind back time, and as soon as they. Decided that they were going to do the the impeachment inquiry. Trump already had an ad ready, and and he released it, and it was basically a lot of Democrats saying, "Impeach, impeach, impeach! Oh, we need to impeach him. That's the only way we're going to beat him. We got to impeach him. Oh, we're going to impeach by any cause. Like you it's just can't beat him, impeach him. Yeah, and and I don't know. I, it, that's way too much confidence. To have for something that like if, if if I did something wrong, I probably wouldn't want like, to want to like focus draw on it. Attention, yeah. yeah, like I'd just be like, oh, "This is horrible." But just the fact that you're embracing it, yeah, I don't know. And, and and I had a listener actually ask me. They were saying, "Oh, why why haven't you guys covered it?" And you know, naturally, like we've been covering different things, and we're into different things. Uh, there's different things in society that that we like to break down philosophically and again you go back and it's just right now as, as it currently speaks the the closest thing that they have to saying that he did anything was the the Ukrainian president said hey or, or he didn't say what's up with the, with the with the aid but he said well basically so what's up with, with aid, what, what are we going to do with that? Because you guys held it. And then Trump says, well, do me a favor. Do me a favor or something like that. That's just not admissible like in court. Like, how is that quid pro quo? Like, how is that? Like, how do you, there, there's no, you you can only imply a sen- in a sentence like that when you say something like that, you know what I mean? Like, is, is maybe, is, is he maybe being, is he maybe being manipulative? Like a world leader probably would be in in, in in talking to other world leaders. Yeah, maybe. I can't say that for sure though. You know. Yeah. And that's the thing that you you can't you can't really go off of something like that. So if that's the best that they have, and then now they're saying Pompeo was in that same phone call, and they also subpoenaed Giuliani, so they're definitely going to take this road. So all signs point to impeach or bust. Yeah. And if we're going to go by their track record, it's going to be bust. But I mean, cuz even thing.
0: even with everything that you just said and the transcripts, it's kind of like how is this any different than any other political transaction throughout the course of history? Yeah. Like hey, okay. Well, what are you going to do for me? Every single relationship has a has a give and take aspect to it. Personal relationships, friendships, business relationships, there's a give and take aspect to it. So why would you think that on the world stage the same thing doesn't apply? Yeah. And to think so harshly of it. That you deem it impeachable?
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And in that world, it's like you, you're always trying to dig up dirt on somebody, because um, re- that's the favor that
0: that they're saying that he wanted. Yeah, to dig up dirt on uh, on Joe Biden.
1: But again, they have to it has to be very clear. If you're going to go by the court of law, that that's, that that's why he withheld. He's saying no, I didn't. Well, then at this point, you got to prove it. That,
0: the burden of proof is on them.
1: Yeah, and 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 that transaction of words like that doesn't say that, no matter what you're that, implying.
0: Not only that, he has a pretty good track record of saying publicly and very he's been very vocal about well, countries that were steady helping, like they are not doing their part. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So it's one of those things where he could he could easily say if if questioned about it, well, yeah, but I wasn't I wasn't referring to this this so called favor. I was just I was withheld aid because there's other stuff that they're not they're not complying with. They're not doing their part.
1: Yeah, and in the world of politics, it's like oh, you owe me a favor because I I helped you with this. I like they they actually dug up some stuff on Adam Schiff. Uh, it was two Russian radio hosts posing as a Ukrainian politician and him saying in that phone call that he would be willing to accept damaging anti-Trump information. Again, politics, you know? Right, so should,
0: should because of that, should he get booted out of office? Yeah,
1: because then what if the Ukra- the the Ukrainian officials that whoever he thought that were saying, oh, well, can you find some out for me? Because, you know, we're helping you out. He would probably be, oh, well, we could work some stuff out. Let's see. You know, are like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh shit, he's he's using another country to find out dirt on our own president. This it's the same. It's yeah, the this same is a national thing. crisis. We've lost our like all the stuff that they say about Trump. So it's like if if this is what they have and this is all and and, and also let's let's not forget Trump immediately, the White House immediately dropped those young ass transcripts. So we've read them and again that, that that was the worst part of the exchange and it's like well that's not I don't know I, I hope for their own sake that there's, they have yeah. more <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> Tim Poole also was talking about this and he was saying that impeachment in the public eye too is not that's not like the percentage point for that is like there's they don't want to worry about shit like that yeah. They're trying. They're trying to talk about fucking again politics policy. Let's. What is. What do we. What do you guys have to offer? Now, it all goes back to spotlight on Trump. Spotlight on Trump. And again, he's for it being such a su- such a you know crazy story about corruption. I mean, he's embracing it. He's going with it. Yeah. He's going with it hard. He's like, all right, cool. This is what they they're trying to do. This is what I'm on. And
0: then not only that, but Adam Schiff who's who's leading the inquiry. Why him? Why would you guys pick him to lead the inquiry when dude is is not nothing about him is credible during the whole Mueller probe. He kept lying. He kept saying we have this, we have that, we have all this stuff. We're going to get him. We're close. Oh, he's he's like he's like I cannot reveal right now, but we have evidence on President Trump that's gonna get him out of office. This guy is done. He's a criminal. This, that, and the other. That shit came out, and it was nothing.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, what the a... fuck is wrong with you people? He's he's a huge hypocrite, and that's the thing—the hypocrisy. Like, but
0: one has to be a little bit scared that these other motherfuckers running the country. Like, what are y'all on? Like. I mean at what point at what point do you just accept defeat that shit and what I don't like about that shit is it it's very communistesque the like the whole idea of cuz that's the thing that that all the the communists have in common is that they never realize how wrong they are yeah it's just like oh well they they double up on wrong every time yeah. it doesn't matter it's just like you motherfuckers! Sure. The Stormy Daniels thing, the fucking Michael Cohen thing, the fucking Mueller thing, and it's still, still, still craziness.
1: And, and, and to me, the thing is this: just focus on twenty twenty. If you hate them so much, they got nothing though. Yeah, and that's that's to me where where it's it's crazy. Actually, I was telling you this on my way to work. I'm on my way to work. I'm on my way here. Well, this is work. But on my way here, I saw the craziest shit. Passing, uh, driving to your house where we live, there was two black ladies arguing in, in a corner store. And that shit blew my fucking mind. Because at first, I thought they were, because they looked like they were about to come to blows. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, oh, shit. These motherfuckers about to fight, so I you know I put the windows down, I put my music down, I'm like damn, and I keep hearing Trump, 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 Trump. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so so I'm I'm intrigued at this point. So I'm driving off, I, I get a, a a green light, and I'm like, I, I need I need to U-turn because this is too, this is too crazy. Like what? Obviously, in that neighborhood, the demographic. Because it's Latino and Black, the demographic is not tr- in Trump's favor.
0: Nah, hell no. Nah. Especially being in Chicago. Yeah, it, it's
1: yeah. Add to that that is Chicago, but that's like one side is like because it's Kedzie, and one side is predominantly Latino, and the other side is predominantly Black. So for this conversation to even be a thing, in the South Side of Chicago, on that street, you know what I'm saying on sixty, what was it, sixty seventh? right around Marquette Park so for all the Chicagoans that, that listen to the show you know what I'm talking about the area so you know it intrigued me you I turned I, I listened and it was just crazy because it, it shows something that's happening and that's happened before and even really like 2016 2016 was a huge uh, red flag I think for them was that as much as you kept trying to go the the white supremacists um black versus white white versus minorities white versus gay white versus this white versus that all this gen or gender shit, all this like identity politics intersectionality like it really didn't move the bar at all nah. so if you compare the numbers that trump had in comparison with Mitt Romney and who was uh and and McCain, it was relatively the same. Now you have to understand, this is not like like McCain and 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 uh Mitt Romney. They were and they were they weren't attacked the way that the like like oh, this is like yeah. an all out onslaught on Trump. So for the percentage points to be almost identical. And that was then,
0: but yeah. since then we've seen nothing but growth in the Hispanic and Black communities in terms of support. So you have that coupled with the 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 support of the people that are going to be supporters anyway. Yeah. It's no. kind of crazy, kind kind of kind of kind of wild like
1: what they're on. Yeah. And on 67th you have two black ladies arguing about I'm pro Trump and I'm anti Trump. That is fucking crazy. I if you would have told me that shit I'd be like, you're fucking lying. And I actually recorded a little bit of the conversation just so you could hear it. You're like, damn. And just and just for a moment, let's jump in a time
0: machine and let's go back to the days when politicians and gangsters rubbed elbows. That's kind of what Trump is. Trump is sort of from that era. Like, he's not, obviously not born in that era, but he has that vibe about him that yeah. is like, I'm, he, it would be nothing for a character like Trump to be in a show like Boardwalk Empire.
1: Oh, not at all. It's
0: nothing for him to be in, in involved in that, in that sort of realm. He talks like it too. He definitely talks like it. And you made a very good point earlier about how even if his intentions were to shake down or or get some uh on some quid pro quo shit he's too swift like his words are too swift he's very careful yeah. how he picks his words so it's one of those things is like okay even if this was his intent can you really prove it from the dialogue because that's what these guys they're they're pretty good at that shit yeah but moreover than that moreover than the point that i just made and even Robert De Niro was on CNN the other day calling dude a gangster, talking about fuck him, this and that, because Robert De Niro only plays a gangster, but <laughs> he he isn't one. Yeah. Whereas m- maybe Trump is, maybe he isn't. This is my thing. If he's such a bully, he's such a gangster, why would you put yourself in a position that if he wins... He's gonna knock you the fuck out. Like, you know he he's playing nice. He has to play he's playing softball right now yeah. because because this is his first term. He might come with a fucking vengeance. If he wins, like you motherfuckers, like are in for some shit. Like and that's the thing about that. Like essentially what you're doing, you're 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 like the lion tamer or the lion keeper, and you're being abusive to the lion. Yeah. Thinking, oh, like man, fuck this lion, and you're tasing him and whatever, whipping him, whatever the fuck you want to yeah. do, and all that time, that lion is just waiting. All right, well one day, like you're gonna slip up, and your <laughs> slip up is gonna be twenty twenty election. One day you're gonna slip up, yeah. and I'm gonna fucking not only escape, but I'm gonna eat you before I escape.
1: Because I don't have anything to now. Live there I don't. Ha- I don't
0: have anything to lose yeah. at this point. Like, what? What don't you understand? That like I'm in a corner right now. Like, why would you? Why would you? Yeah. behave like this and that is like something that I feel like a lot of people in life don't realize not just in the realm of politics is like there's certain people that like you have to understand that they're only they're only being nice because they're in a position where they have to be yeah but they remember shit they remember shit and then now it's just like oh fuck what did we do yeah well, yeah, but this is—but you asked for this. You this, wanted this, this, didn't you? This, and it, it reminds me of that Pusha T line where he's like, uh, "Y'all claim I'm Illuminati. Tell me why would you try me like that? Yeah, like, that type of <laughs> shit. Like it. if it's like if I'm such a gangster <laughs> yeah. and I'm like this this bad dude, why would you try this with me? Like why yeah. would you why would you go there with me?"
1: Well, let me ask you this: the fact that this is going on. And they're going to go this route. Clearly. They're going hard. Clearly. Do you think they would have... Do you think it's wise for them to go down this road given the fact that what we just gathered, which is, okay. Um, Intersectionality is not working. So, again, intersectionality is basically identity politics. And, again, quick refresher, that's like, Oh, I'm I'm black. Oh, I'm white. Oh, I'm Latino, and and there's this fucking whole scheme of how everyone fits in the hierarchy of race. This is what what the left has been using as a weapon.
0: Intersectionality is pretty much the game of limbo, like you know the the limbo game, <laughs> yeah. and who could get like who could do the best at victimhood. Exactly, that's essentially what Even it is. Better, like, who,
1: yeah. You better, you, yeah
0: who can get Perfect. the who can get the lowest and get and be the best victim that's what it is so it's like am i a hispanic man so that means i have more privilege than a hispanic woman but then the black man comes in and maybe he has less privilege than the hispanic man but more privilege than hispanic woman cuz he's a man and like it's just all and, fucking nonsense
1: and then now latino is latin x and and now if you're a dark skinned latino you have You're an you don't Afro
0: Latino have, and your privilege <laughs> is less than like oh, than, than
1: the white God. Latino who has white privilege because he's a white Latino. Let's just stop. Stop. But anyway. Sweet, sweet mother of the Messiah. It didn't work for them. It's clear it didn't work. It's clear that No not on it doesn't work for them on a grand scale. Yeah, on a grand like scale.
0: Like I, in in small sectors of society oh, it is a thing, but cities, obviously. But
1: but on a grand scale, no. On the grand scale it hasn't worked. And they've striked out so they probably feel well shit this is a losing battle so let's just take this route this is all we have or do you think they should have went hard on the possible recession in 2020 and and followed the money and just went hard on him and 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 pointed at the tariffs and said oh well we're all going to be fucking struggling because would you have taken that route
0: yeah i would have you and i would have taken that route but that's because we understand business but the left right now like the 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 popular left you could see they don't have any concept of business whatsoever that's that's actually one of the main dividing lines i would say in politics right now is that the left they're all government people they don't have any concept of business all the, the, the major people, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden. I don't know about Biden. That's the only one. But out of everybody else I just mentioned, none of them are business people. None yeah. of them have ever ran a business. None of them. They're all like either like like they, they all either come from the, the intelligentsia or, or from or and then transferred into politics. But that's it. Yeah. Which is not. It's not a very. uh Those are two worlds where you don't really have a good grasp on the reality of things. On the right, there's plenty of business people. But on the left, hardly any of them, at least none of the major players on the left. So, yeah, none of them took that route because they're oblivious to it. They don't even know what that route would be.
1: But imagine you could have focused on Alabama, Ohio, Wisconsin. Oh, the tariffs are hurting you guys. That's why this is so expensive. We're gonna go in a recession. You guys like just pro- like just embellish. Just but go that route. Go that route. Money, money, money. Like yeah, your pockets, your pockets, you're, your pockets. You're,
0: you're 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 talking too moderate for what the left is. And yeah. that's the thing. Me and my dad were having a conversation the other day. You're
1: trying to win or are you trying to oh, but go they, home? but
0: they don't they don't I don't think they gather that. And yeah. I think that's the thing with like like um Chuck Schumer and Pelosi, they get super greasy when they think they have something, but when that shit starts to die down, if you notice, they throttle back a lot because they don't want to die. you know what I'm saying? like yeah. the what was it, the 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 four bitches, the squad? yeah, like them like like when they were talking all that crazy shit,
1: yeah,
0: Pelosi throttled back yeah. if if this starts to die down this whole fucking uh, impeachment inquiry thing. She'll throttle back. She's a smart woman. Yeah. She oh, I'm gonna go. She's a politician, so I don't. She's not very like altruistic in her in her actions, but yeah. but she
1: um she knows she knows how to play the game more or less. She's always a clear indicator of what's gonna happen on the left. As far as are we gonna keep going in or no? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, no, because. If they go aggressive at Trump, yeah, they're all, they're all behind her. But when she starts to throttle back, she kind of lets the hyenas eat themselves. Like, yeah, yeah, you bitches go over there. Yeah. Get as far away from me as possible because I'm, I'm going to lose my job fucking with y'all type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how she plays the game. So she's off for this now. But if like in a few weeks, a month. Two months go by and it's nothing you're gonna see she's gonna throttle exactly. back and she's gonna start to talk well we really need to be putting our efforts into the election yeah. this and that oh yeah now bitch like remember that crazy yeah. ass shit you were talking a few <laughs> weeks back you know what i'm saying remember and if i was trump i would never forget and i would remember during the election and i would all i would bring up all this fucking hypocrisy yeah. i bring it all up you, you know yeah. what i'm saying as a, as blanket statements, obviously he's gonna have to be very targeted. And whoever the the front runner on the left is, yeah. But but see, you and I, you and I, like we, well, just naturally we're strategists. Yeah. Like like just in our in our natural like mode of operation, that's how we are. Coupled with the fact that we're into politics, coupled with the fact that we have a good grasp on economics, so we would like apply all of that stuff. Dude, the left doesn't though. Like, the left, to be quite honest with you, right now, doesn't even have a very good grasp on politics. Like, they yeah. have what they it's all, it's all craziness. It's all, it's all the little
1: bubble that they live in.
0: Yeah, it, that's all it is. You're not even, you're not even talking politics. Like, for instance, the other day,
1: the ec- uh, what do they call it? Echo chamber. Basically. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, the other day, was it, I want to say the last debate. I was watching it briefly on my phone and uh George Ramos from uh uh Univision was there Univision and uh <laughs> and uh and he was like he was saying his question was so bonkers it was like this has absolutely nothing to do with American politics what the fuck are you talking about dude yeah. and then and then it's so it's so entitled so his question was something along the lines of um president trump has made a lot of the latinx community feel ostracized and abandoned and fearful he wants to continue building his wall on the southern border what do you plan to do for all of those coming from mexico and south america that want to enter the united states and what sort of benefits do you plan on offering them what the fuck does that matter that has nothing to do with us that and and honestly it like like the if if the if the if any democrat wanted to win if any of those on the stage wanted to win that's that's what their answer would have been george no disrespect what does that have to do with American politics? You know how many people that are moderate or even on the right would
1: have been like, okay, let's, let me hear what this guy is saying. And how controversial, like you're now, all, all eyes are on you. The news cycle will be on your controversial, quote unquote, comment. And and now in comes the moderates, in comes the independents, in comes some of the Republicans that are like, oh, I might not like Trump too much exactly and then every every debate
0: from thereafter you have a you've created a little bit of a platform to shit on the craziness that er, the people on the side of you are talking and i'm not saying like go full republican or anything but just that's my point they don't have a grasp on politics because the reality is that has nothing to do with anything like why are you asking me this? This yeah. has nothing to do with American politics. You're asking me about people that are not citizens. We have our own health care problems, and you're talking about what I can offer these people? Yeah. I got nothing for them. Let me tell you, I got nothing for them.
1: But that's where they got their politician all the way turned the fuck up, and their own little world of, like you said, they, even the, the political, because that's a political question. Right. They this bullshit.
0: They, they, they under, they, no. I don't even think it's a political question. Like there's no debate about that. Like you're talking about something that's that's essentially yeah. me like if you and and fucking Habib's were were in a debate about American politics or or something in in our realm and I'm asking you some shit about uh, what's popping off on the moon.
1: Like yeah. why are you asking us this? This has nothing to do with anything but they look at it's, it that way though they look at it like it's po- they, they look at it like i have to say something to not piss people off right right what, Piss who off they're playing guatemalans
0: they're playing the role of politician yeah but but it but not about politics they're yeah. just you're being a politician for the sake of being a politician because your fucking balls dropped off like a long time ago yeah. they dropped off you're too scared to say what well, in the end is going to pop off anyway because because you only could do so much just like that's why that's why all the the dreamers and and even even george ramos asked in that question he mentioned how like essentially obama duped all those people yeah and like didn't comply with anything and any of the promises and anything that he said he was going to comply with call dude then because because at the end of the day at the end of the day that's that's how it's going to go yeah and and they just don't have the, the the balls to be honest and then they come up with their sp- their speaking Spanish and all that yeah. clown
1: ass shit that And that's that's a thing that, that that's missing over there is just someone who has some balls. Really, like that's all. Like I would say that, but you know why I would say that? Again, because I have a good grasp of where the fuck I'm standing, which is on a podium in an American debate about american politics i don't care about anyone else but americans please what is this someone fucking escort dude out and and that's the thing like people are scared to be that way and it's it's a shame because like you could be a politician but be a realist like and it's like they're not
0: yeah well you can on the right on the left you can't anymore because remember Uh, well who was it uh I want to say, what's her name? Uh, Tulsi Tos- Gabbard, how she got super busy on Kamala Harris, yeah. and then they ostracized her. Yeah. Oh, get her out of here! Oh, Yo, you're a Republican? How? No. She she brought up your hypocrisy. How you you you're you're so now you're so pro-criminal, and we should have the conversation of whether or not felons should be able to vote, and all this craziness. Well, bitch, when you were in California, you were locking motherfuckers up, and she brought that up. If anything, I would say that's more of a liberal point yeah. to make than it is a Republican point. But but what happened is, she 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 called it how it, she did some Trump shit essentially. Yeah, and they don't they don't want but no see, part of that. I would have doubled see, down if I was her. No, no, no. But see, the thing is, they, they the next debate. They didn't even let her in. She she couldn't even partake in the next debate. She went on. I think she went on. Um, she was with Dave Rubin, like she's she's done, like yeah. like you're done, yeah. get out of here, type shit. So so you, so you have that, you, and 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 on the left they know that. So now it's essentially like, for instance, you can't Biden. be
1: facing Trump and face Democratic the DNC and and win. You're not going to do that.
0: And I think I think with Biden, I think a lot of this shit he he's probably not for, like a lot of this craziness, but I think he's too power hungry, like the 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 hunger for the office and the power is more than yeah. than like the craziness, like so he'll still partake in the circus. But the thing is this, the circus this might be like the last the the last show on earth, really, for them, because even even there's even Democrats that are like, okay, this is getting ridiculous, this is getting crazy, this is getting radical, and then you you start to hear more and more about this whole like impending civil implosion, civil war like esque talk going on because it's almost not anymore between like democrats and republicans it's kind of almost like freedom versus like communism almost socialism that it's pretty it's kind that's what it's becoming the the political debate is is less and less about republicans and democrats and more about well do you want freedom? Do you want growth? Do you want like to be able to move forward in life because everything that these people are offering is the opposite of that. And that's where it starts to get scary. If you and if you think about it, think about the districts that these people represent. Think about the vast majority of American cities that are ran by the left is in bad shape. Imagine a whole country of that. Imagine a country of, oh, I was just, well, I sent you a video the other day from Sandman. I was like, man, this is some apocalyptic ass shit where he's talking about how in San Francisco, people are paying $1,500 to live in like a dormitory setting. So bunk on top of bunk, on top of bunk, next to bunk on top of bunk, on top of bunk, so on and so forth with like a common like TV area, common washroom and common kitchen area, like some disease spreading as shit, like a lack of privacy, a lack of solitude, a lack of a place where you can actually grow a family. These, this, this, these are the places, the district that these people run. Like, yeah, this is now granted. Let me let me be very clear that that that's San Francisco, and that's like very 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 extreme and expensive. Yeah. But how far away is New York from that? How far away is LA from that? How far away is Chicago from that? Or the Chicago land area with taxes going up and it getting harder and harder. Well, we we're, we're already pretty much past the point of a single a single income. Being able to sustain a household. We're kind of already past that point. Yeah, We're kind of getting to the point. I've even heard of some families that they're bunking. Like you're having two families live in the same house. Yeah. Just to
1: afford a house. You know what we've become? The astronaut in uh, a space odyssey. And remember when he gets stuck in that ship. And then what's that? What's that? Uh. What was the the like the thing that talks to him like the, hal or something hal yeah hal oh, yeah, hal 9000 I remember where it says like oh i ain't taking you nowhere oh, sorry and you've relied on this you've you've basically be, been running on autopilot
0: yeah
1: and 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 if you think about the movie that's what the movie's about it's it, it has themes about oh shit motherfuckers were were were, were you know cavemen And now I'm on fucking, on on a spaceship in space. Look how far we've come. And then fucking the song starts playing. How far we've come. And it's like, we got here. This is amazing. We're about to fucking hit the moon. This is, this is some, this shit is pretty lit. You know? And then Hal 9000 says, oh, it's over with. And then because like, you've been relying on this shit, well, it's over with, it's over, and I feel that that's where we're at in America, in many cities, is that's that's the point, we've been running on autopilot, oh, let this handle it, let this handle it, Let uh, we have all this greatness around us, like, really, like, the pinnacle of civilization, and we're just letting that shit drown away, be, and, and oh, well, the politicians will handle it, you know, uh, just and, and not just drawn away, but forgetting that there's
0: so much further that we can go. Yeah, there's so much more that can be done. But yeah, it's essentially yeah. a lot has been put into the hands of politicians. What but you... in in the defense? Well, I don't know how defensible this is. But like, how many people talk to their kids about about politics? Like, how many people know anything about anything that's important? Like. Like, do you ever... Yeah. I mean, you you come from a, a pretty well-rounded intellectual family. So, you you kind of... You, you may not have the same perspective. I don't come from a big family, but, but I have members in my family that, that I can have these discussions with. But by and large, people ain't talking about this shit. People don't... Yeah. People aren't aware of this shit. People... So, and then that's where they're able to creep in because... You're able to say, oh, well, yeah, college should be free and this should be like that and that should be like this. But with yeah. without any real regard of how that happens and without any real regard of what that means, without any real regard of what that does to one's soul, like yeah. the, the the idea of, yeah, well, the buck stops here. Like yeah. no point in growing, no point in, in striving, no point in, in having an incentive to work hard.
1: And it's beyond Trump or Obama or Biden or McCain or or anybody that ever ran or, or was president or, or, you know, it's way beyond that. I think, again, it comes to the point of like what we're talking about is self-growth and inner, having a good inner spirituality because like you need to know these things. It's not, it's not like you have an option to know these things. You have to know these things yeah. because whether or not, it affects you, and, and, and like even even uh your what was it your last tweet? I, th- I think uh, I be getting real busy. Yeah, on Twitter, y- you've man. been you've been getting fucking busy. That's for goddamn sure. Let me, cause cause we could break this down a little bit just so people could kind of understand. Cause you know sometimes we talk philosophically, but like when we're breaking it down, it it, it makes a lot of sense in layman's terms. Um. So this is what you this is what you tweeted. So you said it's not about how you've fucked up, it's not about your mistakes, it's about how much debt to the universe you racked up with those fuck-ups and mistakes. How much you've paid back, atoned, and took responsibility. This is how you win. I see some winners. This is what they did. Now, you look at that and you understand that like the world keeps turning. Whether you care to wanna learn and get with the times. Or, or or whatever, you know. That that's beside the point, but the world keeps turning. Mm-hmm. And there is hell to pay if shit gets bad and you're not ready. And if shit is is good, whoa, well, oh whoa, well, oh well. Ignorance is bliss. I'm living I'm living good. But there's a rhyme and reason for everything. There's a reason why you get uh what thirty percent out of your your paycheck is is taken? Like, yeah. but but like people don't even realize that. Yeah. Oh, I get paid seventy thousand. Well, do you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I get not, paid a hundred. Not, not for real though. Huh? Yeah. Not no. I I don't think you do, and I don't think you understand that. So then you start looking at things. You ask why. You ask this. You ask that. Again to the how nine thousand situation, which we have that shit. It's called a fucking iPhone. Get off the fucking gram. What Kanye West said <laughs> in one of the songs that he that uh that, that that uh he didn't release. I was gonna say that he released that he 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 played um which which is an unreleased track, but get off the gram. Uh you're lost, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Um you're following everyone else. And and the thing is this none of this helps because you're not doing anything for yourself. It's again, it's inner. It, it comes yeah. in. Nothing helps a community. No community is going to be helped unless they help themselves first. No figure. You can have fucking like I said. You could disagree every with everything that Trump says, but if you know what you want and you know you're getting it, and and it's this inner peace, and then you understand everything that's around you, you're going to be good. Yeah.
0: And 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 you you gather in all of that what what's worth fighting for because if it's a disruption to your inner peace then you you realize okay, well, this is what I got to fight for. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: For instance, I look at how wage slavery is so prevalent today. Like I said, it takes more than one income for a household, for the most part. Unless you do things in a certain way, like for instance, when I and it was interesting because I sent you that that spreadsheet of of dude and he talks about how yeah. you should only really be spending twenty three percent of your net income, net, not gross, net <laughs> income, on your house and your household. Ah, man, how many people are doing that shit? Oh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? No, nobody is. And so my point is, like, the, there's the information is out there. Certain people follow it or whatever. But but even in that video, he's talking about how like it's him and his wife, and from what I understand, they don't have any kids. So so they have they have that going for them. you know what I'm saying. But then, you see how okay it's all right well we're we're following the rules like we're following the rules of success these are the things that successful people are telling us these are the the, the winners that i see from that tweet that i no. that i posted these are the winners but now you see the government encroaching on your winning because oh well we're going to tax your paycheck more oh we're going to do property taxes well, well now this is no longer about me not doing what I need to do to win. Now this is you rigging the game. Like now you're changing the rules because I'm I'm doing what I need to do. Yeah. And then this idea, this mentality of uh, the, the government, oh, well, just work more, <laughs> work more, you fucking slave. Hey, slave, work more. And it's one of those things is like, I'm all for work. Like I'm all for fucking 80 hour work weeks, a hundred hour work weeks, CEO type of shit. Like I'm all for that shit. But I'm I'm for that if it's if it's going to propel you to greatness. If yeah. if that becomes the norm, what the fuck is that? Like yeah. if that's like what you have to do just to like get by? It's
1: modern day slavery. That's slavery. Yeah. That's your that's there's nothing it's nothing short of that. It's just a, an intellectual slavery. One where where you've been you you think you're free. that's that's some player shit. Like if, if like that's some pimp shit, really. If you think about it, you think you're free and you think you have free will, but like no, you don't. No. Pay this $1500 studio rent. Yeah. Not 50. Oh yeah, yeah, 1500. $1500 studio rent and uh you got to buy shit and live yeah. live
0: with roommates so you don't have privacy. Yeah. So like your thought you like e- even the lack of privacy like Encumbers your thoughts like your thoughts from growing so you can grow and 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 think of ideas and 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 become something so you you have You have that and it's It's crazy and and that's why I always tell people and and I've been very vocal about this And and some people are like man kid you need to be my mentor to this this and that and like, you know we we get we get a kick out of these conversations, but I was telling people, I'm like, man, any opportunity you get, any property you own or anything that you can appeal your property taxes, I always tell people, do that shit. Do it. Do Even if you feel like your property taxes are low, still a fucking appeal them. Still appeal those taxes because flood these cowards, their offices, flood them. Flood them so they, so they know and hit them with everything. The infrastructure, the crime rate, the schools, anything that you could do flood these cows because it's something it's something worth fighting for and, and it's one of those things that like it, it gets it gets it gets people in that mode because i'm in that mode and if i can convince one other person to get in that mode and every person that's convinced if they could convince one other person to get in that mode yeah that's great. Now you have you have these cowards by the balls and it's not about it's not about being being wrong or corrupt or fucked up. No, it's about it's about being fair. This is not right. Yeah. Like you're 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 killing us. You're killing the people.
1: And and see and, and, and this conversation went from from impeachment to this because again, we think ahead. Everything that we're talking about is living a good livable life. And then you package that again. All this that we're using, you package that nice, 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 big red bow on top with the 2020 recession and go after the states that you lost that voted for Obama. That That's all you, you don't even have to, that's all, that's, you're going to keep Illinois. Fuck Illinois. You're going to keep them. You're going to keep New York. You're going to keep LA or uh, California. California. You're gonna keep those. Fuck them. you will probably have Nevada, and more than likely, yeah, Nevada and New Mexico. You're definitely gonna have. So, focus on those states, and th- this is the the blueprint. This is like the shit that you should be talking about. Pa- again, packaging it up, nice and neat, and and then just bombarding. And again, I know it's politics. I know you're gonna embellish. Every politician does that shit. I know you're gonna you're gonna. Make all types of propaganda with it, but that's a winning formula. Yeah, they're not they're not strategic enough. No. Hell no.
0: Moving on to the next subject matter, we're not gonna spend so much time on this because when I said wage slave, there's something that I wanna touch on briefly at the end. It, it has to do with Breaking Bad because oh. with the El Camino movie and everything like that. Um, so. Actually, why I want to talk about that more than I want to talk about this segment, but we already said we're going to talk about this segment, so let's get on with it. Fuck. Uh, So, real brief, um, the YouTube channel Entrepreneurs in in Cars versus the YouTube channel Coach Greg Adams, they're both uh, primarily directed towards men, Entrepreneurs in Cars. His channel is more so about he what well, his quote what he always says is do the work, do the work, do the work. Pretty much it's about, you know, like be great, chase excellence, yeah. like for guys to stop putting women on a pedestal, no. like, you know, chase your greatness, this, that, and the other. Coach Greg Adams is a little bit more uh MGTOW, I would say. He says, you know, his whole thing is free agent lifestyle. Um so recently Rich Cooper from Entrepreneurs and Cars, he tweeted something along the lines of not rocking with MGTOWs, which is men going their own way because essentially they're pedali- They're he sees them as pedestalizing women through sex dolls because it's like this anatomically correct figure or being that's like a representation of a woman
1: yeah. that,
0: you know, obviously it's a sex doll, so you're having sex with yeah. it yeah. versus being great and like you know having your pick of women and and like navigating the realm and field in that manner yeah and it was funny because i know you know we watch some of their videos donnell watches some of their videos a few actually like quite a few people watch these guys and and yeah it's funny because when i said that i tweeted to our our our, our group thread i was like uh, rich cooper and Coach Greg are beefing and Donnell put like a crying face emoji yeah. like damn <laughs> like damn like what's to this you know what I'm saying what's your take on that whole debacle okay
1: so and then also it, I I agree with with um what shit what, what's uh, what's the other one I cre- uh, Greg Adams Coach Greg Rich Adams Cooper. Uh, Rich Cooper and it's funny because I, I don't ever remember his name but I always remember the little insignia with the glasses yeah, and the and dude the, with the beard the beard yeah so, I agree with, with with him, and actually, that's my problem with MGTOW is that shit. The whole sex doll thing is just weird. I don't yeah. like it, and and there's a whole slew of things that I have to say about that that I won't say right now. But um, also, Coach Greg Adams was likening Red Pill with MGTOW as if it was like supposed to be same, yeah, one and yeah. the same. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not at all. They use it, and it works, but Red Pill is a lot bigger, a lot grander. It's not MGTOW.
0: Yeah, Red Pill is looking at the world for what it is, like the truth of it. MGTOW, it's essentially like male feminists, in in a sense, like in a sense of, uh, well, I don't know. It's not necessarily women hating Like, like so much of today's feminists is like man hating. Yeah. But it's definitely like actively avoiding women.
1: Yeah. And and, and there is a, a. And this is where I don't rock with MGTOW and Rich Cooper. I would side with him on that philosophically is like, don't feel bitter about women, learn, be smarter. It, it's essentially this victimhood mentality that yeah, I don't it, like yeah yeah it, it's it like, oh yeah pump and dump like like uh, listen, listen 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 there's too much bitterness but again there they do make a lot of valid points and I think it, it's also a good rival to feminism it's kind of like the yin and the yang yeah of that world so so I, there's stuff I rock with what they say but then there's stuff that they're off the wall so on that end I agree with Rich Cooper. Hardly now the way rich cooper went about it where he had like him with like a thousand other men it wasn't a thousand it was like a good like it was like uh six others six others yeah that was kind of bitch made to me because like dude it's you're having a philosophical disagreement and you're going back and forth like you should hold your own weight
0: and I also thought that he was a little bit dismissive of Coach Greg. Like, his—I didn't like how he in 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 the whole live stream. He was like with all the the six other guys. He's like, yeah, like who the fuck is this guy? I don't even watch his videos. Like, okay. Yeah, you do. Stop. W- it. Whether you do or you don't, it's one of those things that it's just like if this has become an adversary at this point. Yeah. It, I would imagine it behooves you to to look into that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And then also you gotta understand this is something this is something that's that's pretty interesting. And Coach Greg does speak on this topic. I've never seen Rich Cooper speak on this. There is a little bit of a racial thing going on there. Not I'm not saying either one of them is racist or anything like that, but obviously Rich Cooper is from Canada. He's white. Coach Greg is from California. Obviously he's American and he's black. Um and I feel like there are certain cultural things that go over Rich Cooper's head for instance. Coach Greg, he does talk about how like the black family by and large around the nation is sort of in shambles like there's a lot of there's a lot of fatherlessness and and stuff like that and if you think about it it it's that way because if you look at like the hood and like women in the hood they're not really for the most part like they don't really come off as respectable. Like they don't come off as like something that you no. really want to cherish. It, it really comes off as something like, yeah, they look good. You want to use them, but you want after that, you want her as far away from your life as possible. Yeah. Coach Greg Adams seems to like have a good understanding of that. Like, there's like a deeper issue going on. Like Rich, Rich Cooper seems like like stuff like that goes like over his head.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which, which. Takes out an element on his end that, like, that's why some of the videos that he he's talking is kind of like ah, this motherfucker. Like, not that I don't like it, but it's just like it's not very as well rounded as as Greg Adams on certain respects, like you said.
0: And, and I could see a person being more MGTOW if you're around like certain environments and you know what I'm saying you see that I could see them being like a guy being like shit man I'm just going to focus on like what makes me happy and I'm staying away from all of this now where where i rock with rich cooper is well, how he says, well, these MGTOW guys, they're saying, oh, every woman is going to divorce, rape you. Every woman is going to accuse you of rape. Every woman is going to cheat on you. Every woman is going to do all of this shit. It's all right. Well, calm down now. Like you're getting, exactly. you're getting extreme. So they both, they both make their valid points. And I th- I think it's just an, an interesting and, sort and, of, you know, food for thought
1: to put out there. It, exactly. Because even like the pump and dump, the way he goes about it is like every, every woman pump. No, 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 no. There are women. You oh, just pump and dump. Oh, uh, Coach Greg, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There yeah, are him, women.
0: He, that he, yeah, he's pretty much every woman. Like, just yeah. use her until you're done using her and keep it moving.
1: Yeah, no, I, 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 and that's where if you start digging really deep into this fucking rabbit hole, then you start getting into the sex doll thing, which I do not like, and which we we covered. <laughs> uh, did we cover it last week? I, I feel like we did. Sex dolls? Well, not sex dolls, but some some along those lines. Or, may, or maybe we had a discussion how like that shit to me. Oh yeah, yeah, we did, we did. It was about because what we 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 briefly talked about sex dolls, and then we're like, yeah, that'll bring true equality. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I feel like and well, we we discussed it pretty thoroughly. But but the only good thing I could get from sex dolls, or even when you were talking about escorts, is that that will bring real relationships back like so like because then once you bring once you realize that there is true equality on the woman's side where like now you have to bring something to the table now it becomes like well let's do this together let's let's yeah. let's build it's about realness at exactly that
0: point. well and and i said this last week mm-hmm. that's what the, and you know echoing uh, whitney cummings that female comedian when she was on joe rogan she said that that was her prediction and by and large it seems like it's it's a correct one she yeah. said if things continue the way they are like women she was talking about not only like women today and like how they operate in relationships and feminism and everything like that but even women that don't really value their um the 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 restrictiveness of their sexuality because if you notice w- when women were more valued they were more valued based off of like how restrictive their sexuality is like not every guy gets this yeah not every guy gets to see me naked like not every guy gets you know what i'm saying yeah when when all of that's more if if that continues to go on the the route that it's going like, the the Tinder and, like, all this craziness that's going on with that.
1: You lose value.
0: Yeah, you, like, on the sexual marketplace, there is a loss of value. And and she's like, well, and escorts end up winning at the end because now yeah. what it is is now guys are just going to focus on, like, building themselves up, working, and then they're either going to do, like, the, the sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship type thing yeah. where the guy knows, well, yeah, I'm giving you money, but and like everything you do for me is is at a cost. But I know what this is. This is not real love. This is not any anything like that. Yeah. Versus me giving working my ass off for a woman that doesn't appreciate it anyway. You know what I'm saying? But I I have to stay committed and stuck with her and then get divorce raped and everything like that. Yeah. Like so the the way that's like the what one would, may consider a healthier alternative. Yeah. And so yeah that's that's exactly that's exactly where where things where things are going and and these guys obviously philosophically
1: these are the the realms that they that they delve into Yeah did you ever find out if Sandman ever gave his two cents on on the whole thing or
0: No nah, uh, on on the whole debate I, I when we in the thread I had text I was like I would love to hear what he has to say about yeah. this but something about dude makes me feel like he'll he'll feel like he's above that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The he way he the, the same way he man here. Yeah, like how you said you said that cared. shit perfect. Like his his voice is like the AI of like the the robots that are taking over the world like yeah. like yeah. Like they're
1: going to point out all, of your, all of your flaws
0: and inadequacies before they out you. Like this is why we're doing this. Fuck. But, um, but yeah, but but on that live stream, Aaron Clary, who wrote Bachelor Pad Economics, he yeah. was on that live stream and uh, he has some good ideas, he has some crazy ideas too, but but he has some good shit that that he put he puts out. Um, but he fucks with Sandman,
1: who's the guy with the Matrix? He was very annoying and he just seemed like yeah, to I, just don't want to I don't know, I don't know him, me.
0: but he was like very belligerent.
1: I've seen him a few times. Because of the Matrix thing, like uh, yeah, Ed, I,
0: I don't I'm not familiar with his work,
1: but but uh, I don't. Aaron know. Clary,
0: I am though. Like yeah. Aaron Clary has 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 good stuff, but nope. he's a little bit extreme though. Like Aaron Clary, he's like uh,
1: a- Aaron Clary. Which one was that he's one? The, he's the oh, one though. that
0: wrote Bachelor Pad Economics, but and he fucks with Sandman because he he has ads on Sandman's channel. Like when if uh, Sandman does the the sponsor the sponsorship, yeah. He, uh a lot of times it's aaron clary's book collection which and like aaron clary has good shit because he did bachelor pad, pad economics he has a book about um what majors to stay away from like that's just like a waste of your time like don't fuck uh, with it and, and why like he he seems to have like a real genuine concern for the well-being of guys like yeah. hey fellas like get your shit together type shit. What were some I of think his... where he's a little bit extreme is like his thing, his things on women. Like, he, like his whole thing is stay the fuck away. Like he'll, he it's like a woman with a tattoo. Never. Like just never stay the fuck away. Yeah. She's evil. She's bad. Like it's sort of extreme. Yeah.
1: Um, There's something. So, and again, I go back to the whole women hating thing. There's something so ungodly about that. Like it doesn't resonate with my soul. Like, like, I don't know. I just feel that is like, w- like I don't like, know,
0: like what the whole the whole tattoo thing. Like no, no, not it? that.
1: But I, it just it goes back to like they're very. It's like a fear that they have. It's so ingrained in them that it's like it almost. It's kind of like demonic to me. I don't know. Like I, it, it's hard to explain. Because like,
0: I've heard, I've heard women. There's one thing about yeah. like like the best perspective I've gotten like on on tattoos is from women.
1: Not tattoos, though.
0: No, no, I know, yeah. I know. But what I'm saying is just to kind of counteract, like, what he's saying about yeah. that. Yeah. I think a lot of times it does kind of come down to, like, a a self-value type of thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I've heard women before, like, when I've asked about tattoos and, say, and, and stuff like that, and, and like... One of like the the answers that resonated the most with me, I was like, "Hmm, that's a, like a very interesting way of looking at it." The girl was like, "Putting like me getting a tattoo is like putting a bumper sticker on a Bentley. Like you just don't yeah. do that." And it was just like, "Wow, okay, you have a very high like yeah. esteem of yourself," and, and and that's kind of interesting because that's sort of where Aaron Clary was going with it. Yeah. Is like 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 the the this you're you're trying to alter something that need not be altered if other parts of you are are whole or intact yeah that's kind of the route he took with it and that's why he's like stay away from it i'm I'm just trying to like give some perspective as to like why he's saying that
1: i and this is the thing and feminists are gonna hate me for saying this shit but i'm gonna say it um I think that when a woman finds like a a man to follow, like 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 this guy has earned my respect. It depends. A lot of the stuff depends on what the man says or what the man what, what the man's views are on things. And I'll give you an example. My dad is huge on tattoos. Huge. He's always liked them, and even like why why like certain tattoos he has and like th- there's a philosophy to it it's just not like oh like and i always have this debate with him because i'm like i'm never doing do- do- like that shit is like tacky to me in my opinion and like he's like no well, i don't see it that way and then we always debate about that and i think every single one of my family members has one but my, my, except, my except for you yeah except for me but i i feel like my mom and my sister they've always kind of been guided by, like, well, my dad. Again, my dad wasn't like, I'm going to hold a, a gun to your head. You're going to put a tattoo. But it's like, yeah, I would look nice. You should, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it's like they feel comfortable because this is a man that that they, they look to as yeah, their he's, guiding he's light. He's a
0: guy. He's a beacon. He's yeah. the
1: patriarch of the family. Exactly. 100%. So, so I think that although his insight does have... Some nuances that that are good to note. You also have to everything that you break down. You have to break that shit down philosophically because, like, you 100%, have to understand. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, like if she comes from a family where, like, the dad's a fucking biker and all that shit, was like, oh, okay. Well, then maybe if I talk to the dad, maybe if I see where he's coming from as far not not even on, ta- on some tattoo, just who he is as a person, I'll get a better idea of who this woman is. You see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Well, a- that's shit. Ch- that's where the whole daddy issues things comes yeah. in. Like and like that's why so many of these guys they'll tell you chicks with daddy issues, please avoid them. Yeah. And and it is it is true in my experience, girls with daddy issues, I'm not saying I'm not saying like they're all like whores or fucked up or scumbags or anything like that. Cause like I've encountered girls that that have daddy issues that I thought were like pretty decent people but very unstable <laughs> yeah like you can't like you can't really build with them because the the instability like you literally honestly are like a chick with daddy issues yeah. and and this is for all the guys out there and this is from like what what I've observed not necessarily in my own personal experience but what what I've what I've seen like you could be building a fucking Noah's Ark and then it's like the flood is coming and like you got all the animals on the ark and like and like everybody's on the ark and the flood is coming and like right when you're about to get on she'll be on some oh no I'm not I'm not going. Like what wait what <laughs> why bitch what like I been I built the fucking ark. <laughs> I'm fucking
1: PMSy.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like well not even on that, just like on some like oh I'm gonna go this way type shit. Yeah. And obviously you have to allow them to do whatever the fuck they wanna yeah. do you don't want that like I mean as a man like that's cool or whatever but but you don't you don't build with that just because the instability yeah. and you will see the signs of the instability before like that grand moment occurs yeah. so if you don't leave before that moment at very least expect it because there there's a there's a yeah. there's a lot of instability with that so and that's what I'm saying Kind of to, to, to piggyback off your point about, like, knowing the dad and, and, like, knowing all of these things. You know what I'm saying? But that's my yeah. point. Everything that you just mentioned about your dad's philosophy and him being a beacon to your mom and your sister would serve as the contrary to everything that Aaron Clary yeah. is saying in terms of tattoos. So that's that's why it's, it's a debatable thing.
1: Yeah. And that's why I really, like, guys like you and me, like, we... Take all this information in, but we're always like willing to like fight those odds just to find out for ourselves too. Yeah, like like oh well, I want to put that shit to the test. Yeah, you know? yeah,
0: I'm, I'll, I'll I'll find out. I'll see what's to it,
1: and that's why it's, it's and that's why it's important to never subscribe to anyone's religion, in in a sense, because this is and in, in, to an extent a religion, right? MGTOW, feminism, yeah. uh fucking left right like never subscribe blindly to to uh something because you have to you have to test it you have to really ask yourself and you really have to play the game sometimes and and what i mean by that is like you don't really know until you fucking get in and you're on the court and then and that now that you shot you're shot and then You missed a shot. You're like, oh shit! I thought it it looked easier than it was. One hundred
0: percent. It's just like anything else. Like on paper, it might be one thing, but once actually applied, yeah. Like for instance, all that shit, dude, is talking about women with tattoos. But what if a woman that's tatted the fuck up is like the the greatest person? Like she treats you the greatest ever. Now it's just like, oh shit. And then you could have found some woman that's not tattooed and is like a fucking horrible piece of shit. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't yeah. know. Like you don't know. Like yeah. you know. Yeah. You have to. You have to actually like uh, apply these things in in the in the real world. I do think though, like the tattoo culture. Yeah. Now I'm not saying the individual with a tattoo, but I'm the big but the culture itself yeah. is a little bit like. Uh, it's like like how how Joseph I like Joseph Paul Watson said. It's like a lot of people that are into all that shit. Yeah. It's kind of like because they themselves lack in personality.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: and you do kind of notice that more often in the, the culture. I'm talking like the grand culture. I'm not yeah. talking about like individuals. Yeah. Well,
1: because most most people that are tatted up, they got sleeves and everything. Like they do lack like uh. It's like look at me, look at my tattoos. Yeah, but I'm time. We're having this conversation. People like, oh, what about this? Oh, I'm fucking tatted, bro. <laughs> it's like, like kind of like those affliction motherfuckers. It's funny because,
0: like, what you just said. Remember that the the scene in Old School <laughs> yeah. when they're having their their when they're trying to get their um, I want I don't know for lack of a better word accreditation for to be able to be a, a fraternity. Yeah. And so like they're doing all the school activities that are required in order to be a fraternity, and it's during the the debate. Yeah. so they bring like this world-class debater in to and then 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 they're going against like will ferrell and the two other students and then the guy asked the question and it reminds me of of that shit. it was like you know the motherfucker with all the tattoos oh yeah man look at me look at me look at me but yeah. then you ask them some like real ass shit, and like they can't answer and it reminds me of that scene in 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 uh, old school where they're like, they ask the, is all right, first question, and it's like a hard-ass question. It's like about some like deep-ass fucking economics. It's like, uh, so I don't know. I'm just gonna make something up just for the sake of of, of the joke. It's like, yeah. So, um, with with the impending 2020 recession looming, and President Trump implementing tariffs on all imported goods from from China. What kind of adverse effect do you think it would have on the middle class of America with household debt at an all-time high, interest rates at an all-time low and and uh you know and an lack card, of, no. and, and and lack of opportunity and then and then <laughs> You think the smart student is gonna answer? And Will Ferrell was like, um, "I'd like to take this one." And then like, oh, "Okay." And he answers all complex and shit. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yeah. that, that like that's how it is. Like with with that shit is like you never expect. Like uh, I, I mean, obviously it's not good to judge a bush by its cover, and we're yeah. not here to do that, but. In, in, by and large, generally speaking, you don't see that. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's what kind of makes the whole thing interesting. And that's why yeah. Paul Joseph Watson did that video about tattoos because yeah. this was his observation as well. Yeah. The episode went on very long. I think what I was going to say about wage slavery and Breaking yeah. Bad will save for next week.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. Hey, that, that, that's actually it's better. It's closer to the movie yeah, coming the movie, out. Right. So. But, but I will say this, though. Uh, all the greatest philosophers... Have voids in their arguments, so that that kind of reminds me of what you're saying. Like, dude is talking about tattoos, and that's a great observation. And you should never discount that. You should just acknowledge it and take it in and put it in your pocket. Be like, I'm gonna save this for later. Yeah. But never. A lot of people always, oh, what a fucking idiot. No, 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 no. No. Like everybody, f- Freud. Had shit that like now sounds like off the wall, but motherfuckers dare to think, and then and then be like, "What's to it?" And then later on, people kind of went with it, so kind of crazy.
0: That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show does continue to grow because you guys keep listening. So if we say anything that you know somebody else will be interested in, please share it. We're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Apple, we're on Google. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Go to our website. That's HangingWithApes.com. Listen to our music. Any major music streaming platform. Audio Apes. We're out. Peace. Peace.